Hey folks, I'm here today to tell you about Visible. Something unfortunate about wireless services, what you see isn't always what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. No perception check required. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month, taxes and fees included. If you're looking for a carrier that is upfront with no hidden fees, then go to Visible.com to make the switch. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save, and you're going to be getting unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Visible is the wireless carrier that's constantly operating from a zone of truth. In their quest for total transparency, Visible wants you to know the monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, go ahead and roll for perception. I got a 13. Hey, that's pretty good. With that, you can tell there's some fantasy situations going on. You hear some adult language. And with that, you can tell this podcast probably isn't for kids. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Brian. And I'm Will. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and Dragons, from hairless homunculi to harmonious hermits. And today we are revisiting the cleric. All right, Brian, we're back. We are back back at it again, Dan Daniel. Indeed. Indeed we are. And uh, we're revisiting the cleric. It's true. <clears throat> which is one of my favorite classes. I like the cleric a lot. Yeah. It was a, it was a fun episode um, <clears throat> last time we did it. But it was. That was a long time ago. There's, yeah, it was a long time ago, A. And B, uh, no Xanathar's Guide was out. And no. no uh, I don't... Volos wasn't even out. Nope. It was in the Elder Days. The Elder Gons. Yeah. yeah in, the, in the time that... that in the time the time forgot the long long ago the long long ago okay <laughs> so a lot's happened to the cleric since then uh and we actually have four subclasses to cover that are Ooh. that we didn't cover before um, yeah we did <clears throat> some of them in our xanathar's guide episode we did, we did a brief briefly t- brief touch but we didn't want to get too deep in that episode but in this episode we're breaking it down for you and we're really uh digging into some of these subclasses and some mm-hmm. of them are really cool like and a tower some of them- like a tower of legos yeah. But mom just told us we can't play anymore, so we got to put it away. Uh, yeah, that. Breaking it, down, <laughs> breaking it down. All right, so so let's get into it. Um, the first subclass that I want to talk about is actually out of the Dungeon Master's Guide. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm liter- We're going to go through these subclasses in the order that they were released, and sure. so that's the first one. This is also, like, I think it's the first truly evil option of any class that we've dug into. So the ev- the anti-cleric. <clears throat> it's, yeah, it's the evil cleric. It's uh, what's his face. some clerics can serve evil deities it's who's a the, thing who's the reverse flash i think his name is just reverse flash right well, yeah uh oh my god don't tell me his name i got the nerd cred to know this theobard something i can't remember his ah, name. nerd cred he, he, i know right he's got some <laughs> futuristic name eobard thon or something like that That sounds close yeah that sounds it's pretty eobard 
thong or something like that. Anyways, moving on, moving on. Look um, below for some hilarity. Yeah, yeah I know please it's coming. correct my <laughs> dumbass in the comments. All right. So the evil option is the death domain. So basically, if you're... Did you say that was in the DMG? It's in the DMG, yeah. Really? It's in Dungeon Master's Guide, yeah. I did not know that there was a class. <clears throat> yeah, there are two class options there. in the DMG, uh, the death domain cleric and the oathbreaker paladin. That's where that is. Yep. Okay. So um, the Death Domain Cleric is basically an evil option for clerics that um, basically if you are worshiping a deity of death or undeath or necromancy, mm -hmm. uh, murder, plague, poison, any of those can kind of fall into this to a certain degree. Um, I, I I like this option to a certain degree because I always like having an evil option because some heroes aren't good and that's okay to explore. But uh, the more I delved into the mechanics of this uh, subclass, the more I realized, like, man, this is really uncreative and boring because all it basically every single feature focuses on nothing but damage, which is oh. really power gamey and again really boring. That's to odd me. for clerics. Yeah, I guess their point was, well, this is an evil cleric, so it likes to kill. So, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's that's my <laughs> take on it. What's the fastest way to get some death on? <laughs> yeah, pretty much <laughs> damage die. So, at level one, you get a feature called Reaper. Uh, Sorry, what? You get a feature called Reaper at level oh, one. Oh man, I thought you said a different word. What? What did you think I said? I thought there was no e in that word. Oh no, God no, jeez, oh my God. Wait, oh, okay. uh, so with, with the Reaper, with the Reaper, play that. with the Reaper feature, <laughs> okay, you get um, proficiency in martial weapons. You also gain one necromancy cantrip, which there's only three in the game, and uh, one of them is in the most recent book. I think it's the Xanthar's Guide called Toll the Dead. Um, the other two are Spare the Dying and Chill Touch. So, so you get to pick one of those. Yeah, you get to pick one of those. <laughs> mind, mind you that Toll the Dead's a pretty good spell. I mean, I've glanced over it, and it does... I think it does, like, a D8 necrotic damage, but if the enemy is below full life, it does a D12, which for a cantrip is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. like a level one cantrip. Yeah. The only, or, well, not, they're all level zero, but yeah. I mean, like, as a as an early... Early in the game, that's very good. Yeah, absolutely. Well, also it levels up, so it's two D twelve at level five, and there so on and so forth. I think the only cantrip I can think of that's more powerful is Eldritch Blast. Yeah, man, uh, I had a player do Eldritch Blast at a high level, and I was shocked that they get three of those motherfuckers. Yeah, I was like, they're oh, separate wait. attacks. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Wow, um, very good. So you you get more from this feature. Um, also, with your necromancy cantrips. Uh, you can target two targets instead of one. Now, that's very handy. Again, we're focused on killing here. <laughs> yeah, and you, that's some damage output. Yeah. I think my I think my main problem with this subclass is it's it's so extremely focused on damage, and there's not enough cool actual necromancy going on for a death domain cleric. It's just like... like yeah. uh, beams of black energy like coming out of right. you or whatever like slashing people up. yeah i mean you'll get the anime dead spell and stuff but i just i i wish there was like a channel divinity or a feature that also boosted that or helped you enthrall people or i don't know something mm -hmm. like that moving on at level two you do get a channel divinity it's called touch of death and it's just you get extra necrotic damage with a melee attack um when you hit and it's once per short rest. And then the damage is equal to five plus two times your cleric level, which is pretty nice. substantial. Yeah. Uh, mo most uh, like extra damage stack isn't any weird formula like that. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, at level two, that's an extra nine damage once a short rest. That's pretty good. That's a lot of damage. Indeed it is. <clears throat> uh, at level eight, you're going to get a feature called Divine Strike. Now, this I find more boring than the rest because this isn't even the only subclass to get this feature at this level. Oh, The only difference is like this one's necrotic damage. So with Divine Strike, once a turn you can cause an extra 1d8 of necrotic damage with your weapons. Again, 
pretty substantial, an extra D8 every single turn of damage. Right. Again, it's just more damage. Oh, I, I actually, I skipped a, I skipped a feature. At level six, you get a feature called Inescapable Destruction, all necrotic damage. <laughs> These are named, like, what the fuck? Hey, don't forget, you're evil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all necrotic damage that you do punches straight through resistance. Oh. So, whew. again, substantial, but very damage focused. And then level eight was Divine Strike. And finally, at level 17, all your necrotic spells can target two targets instead of one, as long as the targets are within five feet of each other. <laughs> Again, just more damage. Yeah, so your cleric is is like, before he goes to bed every night, they're getting down on their knees at their bed, bedside and praying to death god for more high damage die rolls. <laughs> I just want to kill. Can you please let me roll the full D8? Right, please? right. Uh, tomorrow's a big fight. Now, you do get some really cool uh, domain spells from this, and here are just a few that I thought, again, are very necromancy and very cool. You get Ray of Sickness, Ray of Enfeeblement, uh, Animate Dead, Blight, and the Anti-Life Shell. Um, <laughs> the Anti-Life yeah, Shell? It's, it's a high-level spell. That's okay. like a, I think it's like a level 8 spell or something like that. But um, I'm going to turn you into a butterfly with this shell. Oh, overall... It'll be a death butterfly. Right. Overall, this subclass, like, it's very... It's very grim and that's cool, but, but it's so dry. It's there's so no, dry. There's no flavor. There's nothing, nothing going on. They here. didn't even salt this bad boy. Do better, wizards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any questions about the death domain? Uh, maybe it was just an early. They just kind of pooped you this know, one it, out. They they put it in the DMG as just a quick option. Um, I mean, we got the ace, the first ASMR in that, and that got a total revamp. Mm. So maybe we'll get an evil character options book or something. Who knows? We'll, yeah. we'll see. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I know that uh, Wizards is not big on promoting any evil options to, to any great degree. Like, yeah, well, I mean, that makes sense. You're supposed to be a hero. I, I get it. But, like, for me, this is more of a storytelling game. So I want I want to have all my pieces to play all my characters. But it's hard to me. sell when your mom's like, you're going to do what? Yeah. I want to be a Death Doomy cleric, mom. God. <laughs> <laughs> so much damage. <laughs> you don't even you, know. You don't understand, mom. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Uh, Next, oh, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. um. Never mind. I felt like there was a question. Yep, and it got blasted away uh-huh. by the by by whatever just happened. <laughs> okay, I'm confused. All right, next subclass. Well, get me back on track. All right, next ah. subclass. We are going to dive into Sword Co- the Sword Coast Adventures Guide. The Skag. Skag. Uh, Don't pick your. Skags. There is a domain there called the Arcana Domain. Okay. Which I have mixed feelings on. <laughs> okay. Because okay, the the there, oh I remember what I was going to ask you because yeah. I just okay. got the new question. If up. you're a Death Domain cleric, yeah. who what kind of gods are you? picking from um do you do you want specifics or like the kind of deities well i know the kind of deities got to be like into those things so <sighs> like are, is there one off the top of your head like that? yeah there's there's a few i mean obviously vecna um although he's gonna have more wizards um Nerul, if you want to go with like some old lore um uh Cyric, he's an evil insane deity from forgotten realms um morgul bane um it's all very sinister names. Yeah, yeah. Chimosh from uh, uh, Dragonlance. He's like the god of undeath. Yeah, there's a, there's plenty. Like there's cool. plenty. Shar, so you, you, you worship pick, Shar. Yeah, because I feel like if you're going to be a cleric and you're picking a domain, it's kind of important to know. You know, your god is a big part of your role play. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, a lot of these uh, deities that I just listed off will get their own uh, episode eventually. But right. All right, back to the Arcana domain. And, that, and then I was going to ask the same question. Okay, go like, ahead. So Vecna. Yeah, Vecna. And then I don't know the other gods. I just so. listed a bunch. No, 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 for the Arcana domain. Oh, for the Arcana domain. Yeah. So uh, like I don't think was... I don't think uh, Vecna would be no? part of this. No. Okay. No. Uh, he's he's 
either a necromantic cleric or a necromantic wizard, and that's it. Oh, okay. Um, but for the Arcana domain, you would be worshiping deities of magic, which again, I have mixed feelings on this, just because like, well, deities of magic usually just want you to practice magic. Yeah, like, wizards maybe don't openly wor- worship uh, Mistra, but like they they tip their hat to her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Thanks same for the same, good spells. Yeah, same with the with the gods in, in Dragonlance, Lunatari, Solinari, and Nutari. Uh, they they are magic deities. They don't have clerics. Like wizards, just kind of like tip their hat to them, like mm. and hold them in high regard. Sure, but I guess it's your world, so whatever. Like if you want. Uh, magic deities that also just like religious worship like yeah you got an option for it so this uh this subclass is going to focus on that which is arcane it's kind of like the knowledge domain but like i like the knowledge domain better it just feels i feel like the knowledge domain could encompass this with the direction we're going in but but this is like a specified version of the knowledge domain going over the features for this like it definitely has its own distinct flavor i'm sure feature wise yeah yeah and and it's the features that really make this subclass what it is because i have a hard time pinning down the flavor for it until you start getting into these features okay so um oh and just just since we're shitting on this subclass a little (laughs) bit um one of my one of the other things about the subclass that i'm not a huge fan of is, is i wish it had more synergy with the wizard because I feel like uh, someone who worships a god of magic would probably be a practitioner of magic. And so it'd be cool if they got to cast wizard spells using their wisdom mod. That way you can multi-class in the wizard and still do that. Oh. But you don't get to do that. So we're not going to talk about that. We're going to oh. talk about what you can do. Okay. What you can do is at level one you get a um, feature called Arcane Initiative or Arcane Initiate where you have proficiency on arcana which mm-hmm. is you know useful and you also gain two wizard cantrips and there's plenty of those so you get some good choices nice at level two you get a channel divinity called arcane abjuration um basically it's turn undead but for strictly planar beings now i like this um it's not it's circumstantial but it's flavorful for me so basically you get to turn undead against celestials elementals fey creatures and fiend creatures wow that's yeah that's pretty good i think it's i think it's really cool i can't remember if shadow is a like um a type of creature because you know there's creatures from the shadow fell but if there is whether there is or isn't i would extend this to shadow creatures as well okay if we're being extra planar let's just be extra planar. let's go all the way yeah uh and later on you can actually use this to banish these things back to their plane of existence Sweet. which is pretty cool poof, um poof. yeah so it's it I, I like that flavor i think it's pretty cool at level six you're going to get a feature called Spellbreaker, where <clears throat> When you cast a spell to heal an ally, you can dispel an ongoing spell on said ally. Does that make sense? So if there's a spell no. that's like has your a character weakened, okay, or trapped, or like a condition or factor, yeah, anything if like it's that. from a spell, you you when you heal them, you can also just end that thing on them. Nice. That's very effective yes. for a healing class. It's full because, restore from Pokemon. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yes, it, it is. It's full restore from Pokemon. That's fantastic. Um. I like this because uh, as a normal cleric, oftentimes you ha- are having to choose. Like, do I heal? Yes. Do I end an effect? Like, that's your turn, too. Yes. So, And I, f- I feel like conditions are more higher level. Like, when you start getting into the definitely. higher levels, it's starting to They're really more, pile more common. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So later in the game, this is really pro. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's it's a really good feature, period. Are you and, magically afraid, my dude? Yeah. Not anymore. Yeah. Here's eight health. I, I think it's at this point that I'm finally beginning to feel the flavor of this subclass, mm. and, and I, I like it okay. Feel that flavor. Yeah. <laughs> at level eight, you get a uh, feature called Potent Spellcasting, uh, which is just a nice damage stacker. You could add your Wisdom Mod to all your damaging spells. Ooh. Which nice. is... I. It's similar to kind of what I said about uh, using your wisdom mod for wizard spells because if you did multi class, this should count, but you don't get to use your wisdom DC for those wizard spells. You'd have to use your intelligence DC, oh. so synergy isn't quite there. Yeah, it's a little weird, but yeah. it is icing on the cake. It is icing on the cake. And finally, at level 17, you get a feature called Arcane Mastery where you get to add a 6th level, 7th level, 8th level, and ninth level wizard spell to your arsenal. What? Wow. And you get to wow. use, use your cleric stats for that. Wow. Um, yeah, oh, no, wow. that's, again, very good. Uh, obviously, that's really high level, level 17. Um so it doesn't necessarily need this energy with wizard, with the wizard class, but I feel like it it should level but. level six, seven, eight, and nine, and nine wizard yeah. spells are very One strong. Yeah, absolutely. So it it's definitely useful, if not maybe the most powerful thing. But yeah, that's the Arcana domain. Do you have any questions about the Arcana domain while I drink this delicious clear water? Man, that water does look delicious. But now that I'm thinking about it, I don't really have like a questions you you named. Like I'm I'm pretty much going to ask you like. What's the pool of gods we're picking from here with each of these? But you've already answered that. So. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, just from two settings, but like there, there are more. Well, I, I only want a few because yeah. just to get an idea, like who, who, who is if we rolled this character or whatever, mm -hmm. who would they? This is a big part yeah. of who they would be. Who are the gods of magic? And yeah, there's many of those. Okay, so if there's no questions, we'll move on to the third domain. Um, Hit this, me with that third domain. Yeah, this is a very popular domain. This is a domain from Xanathar's Guide. Um, it's called the Forge Domain. Ooh, and I really like this yeah, one. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> so with this, the concept is uh, Forge Domains, they worship gods of craft work, of civilization, and of artisans. Um, some of their dogmas usually are like uh, patience and hard work tend to be like their philosophy. Right. Um, and it's a very dwarfy domain. Because, yes. Because, well, dwarves are... And that's why I love it forgers. so much. This, yeah. is, this is so dwarvish. Yeah, it's, it's very dwarvish. Oh. And I really like it. So um, Fire giant. Yeah. You could be a Goliath. Um, yeah, sure. Why not? Fuck it. Yeah. You can be whatever Fuck the hell it. you want. It's D&D. &D. Um, so at level one, you get proficiency in heavy armor and smith's tools. So that's built into the class. You nice. can just, You can make, you can work metal. Makes sense. Forge domain. You also get a uh, feature called Blessings of the Forge. Once per long rest, you can imbue one non-magical armor or weapon with a plus one version for a day. That's very powerful for oh, a level yeah. one. Yeah, Armor or weapon. Yeah. Of so your choice good. for anyone. It could be for you or an ally. So you, if you want, if you're the, if you're taking, if you're the sponge in the crew, you can just plus up the armor magic yeah magic. yeah absolutely or if you got a big old hammer you could swing a little harder yeah so absolutely. good so good having a plus one and it being magical at level one is is Bonkers. very very good yeah at level two you get a channel divinity called artisan's blessing as an hour-long ritual you can craft any non-magical metal object worth no more than 100 gold you must use metal resource you must you, you must have enough metal right. equal to the amount to the value of the object that you're making. Okay, so Does you that makes sense. You need a hundred gold worth of raw materials. Exactly. Okay. Um, this include oh, okay or this, less, I guess. It, you can you can create a copy of something, but you have to have that thing on hand. Okay. Otherwise, cool. You, you won't know how to. So copy if you it. find a dope sword and it's like less than a hundred gold, yeah, or a hundred gold, uh -huh. and you're 
your buddy over here likes to use swords, yeah. you could just make another one. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Um, it has to be non-magical. Now, uh, I really, really, really like this feature it. because it's not combat focused and there's a lot. You could, you could get creative with this. Okay. Uh, I mean, hell, you can make copies of keys to break into places. Like, you can do all kinds of shit. As long as it's made of metal, you can make a copy. And, and yeah. we don't need a rogue yeah absolutely i and, am a rogue and sometimes maybe <laughs> maybe you find yourself in a weird situation where you need a very specific tool that you just don't have okay but you if you have the metal on hand you just do this ritual you can craft it and now you have it i thought you had to have a copy of it no, no well no no you if you want to make something specific like oh, a key like you have to have the key okay. to make the copy up. so if i'm like i really fucking need a crowbar you can make a crowbar. Yeah. yeah. Nice. It just won't be identical to any other crowbar on the planet, but who cares? Yeah. It, well, <laughs> it's unique and it's you stamped it with your signature. So, right. This is a right. fucking forged cleric special. Indeed. Indeed it is. Um, also, uh, just to, to back it up, you're, you're going to get some pretty cool. Um, how do I say this? I guess item focused spells which i kind of like okay uh, in this domain you're going to get the identify spell which helps you identify whether mm -hmm. an object is magical and exactly in what way you're going to get the the magic weapon ritual or i think with magic weapon you enchant an item to be magical not you summon a magic item summoning magic items is really high level stuff i yeah. feel like uh you also you'll get the elemental weapon um thing which i think i think with that when you summon it I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to look back uh, either way it's a very item focused spell uh fabricate and creation are two more spells i don't even know what those do but they sound dope i i could pretty sure i could guess the nature of what they do indeed, indeed one probably can. fucking fabricates back to the features um at level six you're going to get a feature called soul of the forge uh with this you get fire resistance which i like because you mm -hmm. know you're constantly you're forge forge. Cleric, yeah um and you get a plus one to your ac while wearing heavy armor nice so making you a little bulky i like the heavy armor thing they do with clerics like yeah we, we it know is cool. we know you want to just fucking yeah. tank it out so yeah, here you it's go true. it's true uh level eight you get divine strike remember we talked about this for the death domain in this case rather than necrotic once a turn you get to add a 1d8 of fire damage to your melee attacks really fucking awesome yeah absolutely um you're, you're gonna get a feature at level 17 but i think the notes are over here Oh, yeah. I remember this feature. Give me a second here, guys. I got you. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. At uh, level 17, you get a feature called Saint of Forge and Fire, yeah. which is really fucking epic. You get immunity to fire damage and resistance. Immunity? Yeah. Immunity yes. to fire damage and resistance to all non-magical damage that's piercing, uh, slashing, or bludgeoning while you're in heavy armor. You become a powerful monster. Yeah, basically. You just get that <laughs> much more tanky. Honestly, this is probably a not very powerful feature for level 17. Um, yeah, that is very late. It is late in the game. But if you're fighting like hordes of weaklings and stuff. Yeah, but non-magical bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage almost doesn't exist on that level. If you're doing what level 17 characters do. Well, no, what I mean is like you're a level 17. Have you ever played Dynasty Warriors? Yeah. So of course I have. Yeah, you're, you're basically not fighting a general. Yeah. And that's the... That feature yeah, just makes very, you so broken. Very much so. You're like unstoppable so, in like an army setting, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, it's it definitely has its uses. Um, do you got any more questions about the forge domain? No. Okay. Well, with that, it's time to take a short rest. Yeah. All right. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify is great. They're taking businesses of all sizes, cradling them in their arms to help them grow by giving them the tools they need. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success at every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dungeoncast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dungeoncast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dungeoncast. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everybody, I know there's a time in your life where you have to take a short rest. It's our time now. We're doing it. We're not talking about the last thing. We're talking about how much, I mean, how just my heart is full. And it's full of listener love. And I'm so grateful for all of you. The show would be uh, nothing without you. Well, it wouldn't be nothing. It would be made because we, me and Will would be doing it anyway. Yeah, but we're not, we wouldn't want to just talk into the void. Yeah. And we appreciate everybody that uh, helps us not talk into the void. Yeah. So if you can hear the sound thanks of my voice. Thanks for being our void. Yeah. Thanks for being the void we talk into. Yeah. It's actually not a void. It's full of beautiful people. And uh, thank you guys so much. All, uh, all the comments and um, everybody coming out. So many new people. Welcome to the show. Um, we have a couple people we want to thank for Patreon. Um, special thanks to Anga. Uh, thank I, I. You put your whole name on there. I don't want to say it all because I'm afraid I'm going to butcher it. I'm definitely going to butcher it. I, I'm sure my accent isn't fit to say these things, but um, yeah. Um, also, we. Should, I don't want to give people's full names. Yeah, anyways. and that. <laughs> and uh, to Rancery, thank you guys so much. I mean, um, yeah, thank you guys. Seriously, like your support means the world to us, and it's just thrilling that you guys are willing to support us in that way, and we really hope you're enjoying the bonus content that we're producing. Speaking of bonus content, if you're hearing the sound of my voice, there's at least some of the new Vault Raiders up on the <laughs> Patreon, probably at least two episodes of the new stuff. Um, I really want to give a lot of special detail to the last, the finale of these ones, because they're very cool. Um, so I'm working on them currently as we record, but before this episode is released, um, I've probably at least dropped a couple of those into the bank. And the others will be on the way shortly if they're not already in there, too. 
but hopefully they are. I don't know. We'll see what we'll see what the week brings for for good old Brian. Yeah. Um, As yeah. for the contest we're running, uh, the day that we are recording this, it is the last day of the contest. So by the time you're hearing it, the contest will have been over, and we'll have announced the winners on Twitter. So congratulations to our two winners. We're gonna catch you on this show. In two episodes from now, because uh, we're actually recording two episodes today. So. Yeah. And uh, since you mentioned that, if you are on Patreon and you want to get into the $5 tier, that's where the five That's where the Vault Raiders is. It's probably one of the best things we do on there. And also the um, early episodes. The early episodes. Yeah. So if, if, you're, um, if you're hearing this and you're logged into Patreon, it's not like a week from when we're recording this, then it's yeah. because you have that tier. Yeah, you, you usually get episodes a week to two weeks earlier than you would uh, waiting on yeah. normal feeds. Yeah, it's, it's, it's basically how fast can I get this bad boy uh, edited and put up. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys all on Patreon very much. Thank you guys on YouTube for really coming out in, in the bulk uh, yeah. these last few weeks. Wow. Um, the channel is growing at an amazing rate. And we're very thankful for everybody participating and uh, leaving suggestions and comments. We've got some emails lately. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw one. About, I didn't. Uh, I'll, we'll talk about it. Cool. And answer it. And then, um, uh, oh, my gosh, man. I love you guys. Shoot. <laughs> thank you, guys. Uh yeah, we can't thank you enough. <laughs> Is there uh, anything else that we I, need to drop? I think we've covered it, and I think the fans deserve for us to get back to the show. Well, let me tell them. Oh, let me okay. tell them. Oh, let yeah, me tell yeah. them about. Our, okay. Let me give you the spiel. Uh, you, you can find us that. on SoundCloud.com slash DungeonCast or anywhere podcasts are found. I did a quick Google search for us. We're in, we're in a lot of places that I didn't expect to find us. We're everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> wherever it's the Dungeon Cast, they're in. They're under your bed. Shh. Um, you can find us on YouTube if you guys want to hit the like and subscribe and all that. That would be so awesome. And then. Um, you can email us at thedungeoncast@gmail.com. Um, let's go back to the show. All right, let's go back to the show. And we're back. We're back. And uh, we got one more domain to to get through, and then we'll probably slap together a character after that, like a delicious sandwich. Like just a slap together. <laughs> slap it together. Like a Jimmy John's. Um, sure. Uh, <laughs> so this last domain is also in Xanathar's Guide. Uh, it's called the Grave Domain. I mm. like this domain. Oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. So where I guess I'll realize where the line is drawn between this domain and the Death Domain because they're pretty. They're right there. Um, you would think so. They're actually fairly, um, opposite of each other. Well, the Death Domain is about killing and dealing death and that and raising the dead, I'm dealing out death. The Grave Domain is more about honoring the process of death. This I is see. like it's like worshiping right. like worshiping the Raven Queen versus worshiping Vecna. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so the Grave Domain, they're they consider death to be sacred and natural. Uh, they're super anti undead. Uh, they often dedicate their lives to laying restless spirits. To peace and easing the suffering of those who are dying and and those who are grieving over the dead. Okay, dead. yeah. So, so Davy um, Jones, um, no. Davy yeah. Jones is a yeah. is a grave domain cleric of the sea. I guess so. Yeah. I guess he is. He's passing souls to the other it's side. It's true. Yeah. He, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna. Will look, look me in, look me in my eyes. Okay. I'm gonna bring up Davy Jones on this show every chance I get. Oh, and Dima Gorgon. Shout yeah. out to Dima yeah. Gorgon. Yeah. You bring up not just Davy Jones, but Pirates of the Caribbean in general. Like every three episodes. It's so good. It's a <laughs> it great, very good. It's a great God movie. Davy Jones is a great bad guy. Johnny Depp kills it in those movies. Uh, yeah, yeah. Orlando, uh, yeah, Br- Orlando Bloom is very pretty. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, all um, of it, the whole package. They, they, Boats. fuck. Grave domain clerics are also given the wisdom and power to stave off death 
when they think it is the right thing to do. So they do have a bit of a sway over when death happens to a certain degree. We'll get into that in some of the features. Do you think the Black Pearl is painted black or do they find wood that is that color? That's a good question. They got to repair it a lot, I'm sure, because it's constantly getting blasted up. Sorry, let's go back to the grave domain. That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> All right, back to the grave domain. Uh, the first uh, feature you're going to get is called Circle of Mortality. Uh, you get max healing when you are healing a target that is unconscious, like below zero. Oh, or below. nice. So it just automatically goes yeah. to the full plus the whatever mod. or Yeah, exactly, which is very handy because whenever you heal from zero over low, it's always treated as if you're healing from zero. Mm -hmm. So even if they're at negative 25... If you heal them a full D8 plus 4, they're going to heal a full 12 and be nice. at 12 HP. That's really good. Very useful. They might uh, be able to take an, an additional hit that way. Yeah. I think this is extremely uh, good at level 1, which is when you get it, because uh, level 1 is probably the level you're most likely to fall unconscious and die. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's just super, super handy. Only um, the strong survive. Yeah. Plus, you get to cast the Spare the Dying uh, cantrip, or, yeah, you get to... I swear, swear the dying is a cantrip, I believe. And you get to cast that from range rather than via touch. Ooh. And what's the range? Like the range is 30 feet. That's and pretty good. As a bonus action. Oh. You are keeping your dudes alive with this subclass. Well, you're trying. And well, you're doing a good job. Yeah, of you're trying. doing a better job than most. Yes. Um, so yeah. Also at level one, you get a feature called Eyes of the Grave. Essentially, it's it's similar to a divine sense, but specifically for undead. You you know divine sense from the paladin. Yeah. Uh it's the same thing where it's based off your wisdom mod, you get it that many times a day, and uh it's like within sixty feet, you can sense if there's undead. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty useful. I was hoping it wasn't like you can see through the eyes of undead and like there's just no. like somebody in a grave and you're looking at like a bot the inside of a box. Yeah, no, no, not at all. Not good. At level two, you get a channel divinity called Path to the Grave. As an action, you can curse a target to have vulnerability to all damage till the next time this target is hit. This is a this is pretty cool. Yeah. I I think it's very good. Uh maybe it's not as mechanically good as I think it is, but I just think it, it's it's a nice um tactical kind of feature well yeah if you got somebody doing like ray of frost yeah. over here we are i'm what i mean is like uh, you know you use it when you're barbarians and they're frenzying rage and you're okay jeffrey the barbarian's super pissed right now <laughs> i'm gonna use my path to the grave to make sure he kills that fool it's gonna get you know double damage nice yeah so i just like the tactical aspect of it i think it's really cool um at um level six you get a feature called sentinel at death's door as a reaction, you can turn... Not the names of these fucking things. I know, they're, they just get more and more ostentatious as we keep going. <laughs> as a reaction, you can turn crits against your allies within 30 feet of you into normal hits, which oh, is pretty uh, okay, nice. Yeah, that's, that's really yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. So Especially if, with the way we do it. Yeah, and I think you can do this a number of times equal to your wisdom mod. So if you got like a 16 wisdom... It's three times. Three crits, like your party's almost never going to get crit. Because yeah. crits aren't all that. It's a five percent chance to crit. Five percent chance to crit, and I don't know about you, but uh, I think the DM probably on average only crits three to five times in a session. So you're going to cancel most of their crits. Yeah, man, and uh, make them yeah. feel bad. Indeed, make your DM feel bad. Yeah, yeah. that's what this is There's all no about. No repercussions. I <laughs> <laughs> <At> level. I <laughs> level eight. You get a uh, potent spellcasting. I think this is the same thing that. Uh, the Arcana domain gets. I didn't notice this in my notes, but now that you know, I'm I'm looking. Now that at we're it, here, I'm delving like, it all out. Yeah. Oh. Do better, wizards. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's gonna be some overlap because they're all clerics. Yeah, you get to add your wisdom mod to cantrip damage. No, there there shouldn't be overlap. 
Brian. Not because they're all don't clerics. Think so? I mean, uh, yeah, it's probably harder to think up features as you keep going, but I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I think that each feature should pretty much be unique for all subclasses. Okay. Otherwise, yeah, that's just my opinion, though. What do I know? I, um, maybe your standards are too high. Maybe, maybe. Maybe mine are too low. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, level 15, you get a, a feature called Keeper of Souls. Each turn when an enemy is killed, you can heal a target within 60 feet. Uh, equal to the number of hit die that that enemy had. So it's almost like you're transferring life. Ooh. Does that makes sense? So, like, you kill an owl bear. <laughs> Poor owl. Uh, yeah. We, uh, I th- I you think, kick an owl bear in the jaw, it yeah. dies. You take I, its soul I'm, out and you put it into this guy. Yeah, pretty much. And any hit die that guy had goes straight I'm, into this fool. I'm pretty sure that when uh, on, a, on, like, a monster stat block, it has, like, their HP total and it has how many, like, 4d10. Is, is like a little die thing in parentheses next to the HP total. Okay. Does this ring a bell to you? No. Okay. Well, it, it's, it is. It is the thing that is. Okay. And so you would base it off that. So the DM would have to like give up that information. So like uh, Owlbearer, who knows, has like 4d10. Okay. So, so you would heal. You would transfer that life to an ally and that ally would heal 4d10. So you would roll the die. You'd roll the, the D10. Yes, yes. So they don't get 40 hit points necessarily. No. Okay. Yeah, they're more likely to get 20. We get like 20. Yeah, that's the average. But mm-hmm. honestly, that's actually pretty powerful. Uh, well, yeah, although that is time. really high level, level 17, Keeper of Souls. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's the that's the last domain that we're covering today. Brian, any other questions about the grave domain? Um, I really like the names of its um, of its features. It's pretty yeah. extravagant. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but Other questions. Questions. Oh, oh, well, I guess who? So the Raven Queen. The Raven Queen. Kelimvor. I don't know if Kelimvor's still alive in Forgotten Realms. I don't follow Forgotten Realms. He's like the neutral god of death. He's like the Raven Queen for Forgotten Realms. Right. Um, the Raven King. Who else would be under this? Uh, the Raven Duke. The, the, the <laughs> Raven King. Um, I don't. I, I can't think of any two off the top of my head, but I'm sure there's more than that. Yeah. Okay. Um, some neutral deity of spirits. Let us know yeah. down below. Indeed. Uh, other than that, let's uh, let's build a cleric. Let's build a cleric. All right. We're, We're back again. That we are. Oh, Dan, sure. Daniel. <laughs> and I'm throwing dice at you. Yeah, it's All okay. Right. Yeah, we're back. And uh, I'm going to build a cleric. What kind of cleric? Um, a forge domain cleric. I've never built one before. Tell me of that. Um, I'm going to build a female elf forge cleric who... Um, I made up a name right now. I'm trying to remember what it was. Yasara Gemstar will be her name. Yasara Gemstar. Okay. Yasara, but Yassara? it is with a J. It is with oh. a J. J A J A S A R A S A R A. Gemstar. H. Can I add an H on the end? Sure. Yeah. Gemstar. Gemstar. Yeah. Like normal, like Gemstar, like how it sounds. Yeah. She's overly serious. Um, and she takes her craft overly serious. It's because her dad was, uh, probably one of the most prolific, um weapon crafters in uh like an all elven kind sure so she's kind of made it her mission to journey the world find rare materials and her goal is to, to kill for- her dad no oh. <laughs> her goal is to forge there can only be one a weapon that's <laughs> so powerful to she be can wielded kill her dad. to be wielded by a hero so that the weapon goes down in history along with the hero's name oh cool her but her goal is not to be that hero or she, she is not a hero okay she's a, she's a blacksmith okay and then and she that's that's all she ever wants to be but, Captain uh, Planet, he's we'll, a hero. But we'll see what Faye has in store for her. Okay. Um. So first, let's roll stats, and then yeah. we'll start adding all the racial stuff. So, my first roll. Ooh, wow. Sixteen. Cool. I'm already liking Yasara a lot. 
Uh, not bad. Not bad. What is that? Ten. Yeah, ten. <laughs> ten. That's six. Save me. <laughs> um. Ooh. Not bad. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. All right. No, that was a thirteen. Sorry. Was it? Okay. Six. Scratch it. Two, Scratch yeah. it. Make that a thirteen. This is not good. This is an eight. An eight. All right. Come on, Yasara. One more good roll. That is a ten. Okay. <laughs> uh oh. It is what it is. And uh, nine. Eight, a nine. Can I re-roll that eight? <laughs> Since that's how we do it. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Last re-roll is what it is. But you're taking it. I don't care if it's a six. Well, it's certainly not. It looks like it's, it's a, a 15. 15. Yeah, that <laughs> saved you. You're finally balanced. All right. Not balanced. I'm overpowered. But, <laughs> but well, you okay. might, well, you have a. you have two tens and a nine. You're just used to characters that are very powerful. I guess I am. Yeah, that is that is an overpowered character when it comes to standard. Oh. Well, well, but so only, only slightly. Okay, so... Um, ah, I'm sorry. I hit the so microphone. Let's, uh, oh, yeah. Let's add the racial stuff before we do anything. So she's going to get a plus two to dexterity. Well, where do you want to put these stats, boy? Oh, yeah. I'll hold the stats. Well, I mean, I wrote them on the back of the thing. Oh, no. So okay. you look at it like this. Okay, there we go. Um... Can you put beside dexterity plus two and beside wisdom a plus one? Because she's going to be a wood elf. Uh, dexterity plus two and wisdom plus one. Plus one, yeah. Okay. So let me see. Let me see what my stats are again. All right. So you got a 16, 15, 13, 10, 10, 9. Put the 15 into wisdom to make that a 16. Okay. Put the 16 into constitution because i want her to be able to take a hit okay and then put the 15 into dexterity so you get 17 yeah actually she's gonna be wearing heavy armor so i might not give a fuck about dexterity give me a second here um put the 15 in the strength she needs to be buff so take back what i just said put the 15 in the strength she needs to be strong she's forging metals okay uh let me see the stats again so 13 have, into dex to make that a 15. Nice. And yeah, what are my what what do I got left? Intelligence and charisma. Well, she's not stupid, so put the 10 in intelligence. Okay. <laughs> and the 9 into charisma for she is not very persuasive. <laughs> gotcha. All right. So she's like you want this fucking sword or not? So with that, let's uh, let's add in these features. I'm thinking we're going to make her level six. Does that sound good to you? Sounds great. All right. So let me pull up the elf real quick, and I'll have you write down the features. Does that end on hand. a feature? I like to end on a feature. Um. Well, I just want to get the uh, elf stuff written down so I can close this book. Oh, yeah, and totally. Just open up Xanathar's. Um, so she's going to have 35 walking speed. Okay. Because she is a... Although that's going to get knocked back down to 30 because of the heavy, heavy armor. armor. Um, proficiency, just put elf weapon training. Okay. Somewhere. Um, Mask of the Wild, she can attempt to hide uh, even when I'm only lightly obscured by foliage, heavy rain, falling snow, mist, or other natural phenomena. That's cool. Um, fey ancestry. Yeah. Proficiency in perception, so you can just add perception to the skills. List. Okay. I just get that. Dark vision, of course, because this is 5e, and everyone gets that. Almost everybody. And also the trance ability. I don't have to actually sleep for six hours. I can just meditate for, for four. four. All right, so we're going to do level one. So We got the books. Let me see here. 
Um, Spellcasting. Uh, my divine domain is going to be Forge. Um, I'm going to get an ability score improvement at level four. Let me see my ability scores really quick. Yeah, buddy. Um, 15, 15, 10, 16, 9, 16. I think I'm going to put two into wisdom to turn that into an 18. Nice. Okay. So she's good at what she does. Plus two ability score. Um, so. I'm going to get destroy undead at level five and just more feature stuff from my subclass at level six. So I'm going to have spells going up to third level. And four cantrips. Okay. So we'll do the spell selection at the end. Let's look at what Xanthar's guide is giving me. Even though I know we just talked about the Forge Cleric, I got to relook at it. <laughs> yeah, to get the specific names on yeah. there. If you don't want to write it down wrong. Indeed. I'm always like, you get that thing that gives you plus one to weapons and it makes some magic. <laughs> yeah, that thing. Actually, it looks like you'll be building a druid. Sorry. <laughs> what Druid's, do you mean? Druid's the next one we're doing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought I was fighting, but I was wrong. Oh. Okay, so uh, I get proficiency heavy armor and smith's tools, but we already knew that. Um, I'm going to get that blessing of a forge ability where I can imbue some, an ally, more likely, uh, armor or weapon to be a plus one. Okay. Um, I'm going to get that artisan's blessing where I can craft stuff out of metal, like anything I want. Nice. Um, and I'm going to get the soul of the forge. So I resist fire damage, and I actually have a plus one to my AC. Let's go ahead and put me in chain mail, and that'll give me a 17 AC. Okay. Chain mail. And seventeen AC. Yeah, is mail spelled M A M A I L? From that it is. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, my initiative. What's my dex mod plus two? So I get a plus two to initiative. I think the proficiency bonus at level six is three. I think that's right. That oh right? yeah, yeah, that is right. Yeah, so plus three. Um, or no, is it plus four? I think it's plus three. Let's check real quick. I, man, how come it's like the same for everybody? How come I can't remember? <laughs> Let's see. At level six, it's a plus three. Cool. All right. Um, so let's choose some skills. Yeah, oh, some skills and some saves. And what are your For hit saves? Uh, you I think 10? charisma and wisdom are going to be my two saves. Okay. Just because that's just what comes with the class. Oh, I didn't pick a background. I should probably do that. Oh, yeah, because that adds a skill. Yeah. But I'll do that first. So for background. Alkalite mm, is the obvious choice. No, she's going to be a guild artisan. So let me pull that up. Um she comes from a family of smiths. Sorry, I keep hitting the mic. She comes from a family of smiths, and we need to look at what that means. Guild artisan. So I get uh, insight and persuasion for two more skills. One type of artisan's tools. So let me see what complements the. She's also going to be a jeweler and gem cutter because she likes to encrust gems and gild her. Nice, so, shiny. Yeah, there we go. Uh, language of my choice, Dwarven, because she likes to know those Dwarven secrets. She's not weird about the relationship between Dwarves and Elves. She wants to infuse Dwarven techniques with Elven techniques. Nice, cool. And make Dwarven techniques. Dwarven techniques, the best of both. Yeah. Um, guild business. Uh, let me see. Oh, my, no, guild membership is a feature. As an established and respected member of a guild, you can rely on certain benefits that uh, membership provides you. I think the guild is just going to be my family name, so she's, she's a gem star. And they know what that means. Gemstar. Yeah. We got Gemstar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, she basically, she can she can uh, use her clout as a Gemstar to get certain stuff done. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, Gemstar? He's a precious mineral. <laughs> indeed. Uh, so, 
Cleric, let's choose. I think I get two skills off the cleric list. I guess religion, because I do have to be pious, don't I? I guess. <laughs> I guess um, I'm playing a cleric. And then I'm going to go with history, because she's going to know the history of, like, smiths that came before her. Nice. I like history. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Was I right about the saves? I was. Wisdom and charisma. Let's see. Was there anything else I need to choose besides spells? Um. What What are you getting as a cleric? A D10? Oh, for HP? Yeah. yeah, let's do HP. No, it's a D8. It's a D8. And what's my con mod? We'll just do an average here. I don't feel like rolling. Oh, yeah, con. Yeah. Well, your con was... Uh, it's a plus three. Yeah, Um So good. I start off with 11 HP. Okay. And then the average, I think, for D8 is five. Yeah, it's half plus one. Let's see here. So it would be uh, eight. eight. Five plus three. So eight Every times, time you level. Eight times five. Oh my gosh, I can do math. Um, is 40. 40? Yeah. yeah, so 40 so plus 11, so 51, 51 HP. HP. That's pretty nice. good. Um, yeah, I'm happy with that. She's beefy. Totally. Your star, gem star. Okay, 17 AC. so let's choose some spells. I'm just going to go with spells out of the player's handbook because I don't feel like digging around five other like resources. Um, yeah, wizards. Do better. <laughs> the title of <laughs> no, this episode no, is Do Better, Wizards. Oh, right. Organize your books. Um, Shoot. Let me then see we don't need this podcast. <laughs> uh, I think Guidance and Thaumaturgy um, are obvious ones. Um, I get four. Spare the Dying, I guess. <laughs> guidance. And Light. Uh, spare the Dying and Light? Yeah. I'm just going to pick out spells that I'm most excited about. Um... For level one, Shield the Faith is one that I always like. And um Bless. Those both feel like I'm I'm boosting I could I could reflavor those as like I'm boosting your actual armor. And yeah, stuff. I don't yeah. just make armor, I make armor. Yeah, indeed. So that's how I reflavor those. Uh second level spell that I'm you know, spiritual weapon. That's you know That's a good take home indeed. for the cleric. Indeed. One of the classics. Um, third level spells, which are the highest I have at this level. Hmm. What am I excited about? Ooh, spirit guardians. I just picture like her forefathers in like the dopest armor showing up, <laughs> like that they crafted. The like, shiny, so her father, the shiny grandmother, fucking ghost you've yeah, ever seen. Her grandmother and then her grandmother's father, like just decked show out. Up. There's yeah. a fucking gang yeah, of elves. Yeah. It's really fucking. Now cool. when they come back, are they in their prime or are they super old or are um, they like in their prime? In their prime. So they're so, all like, it's it, like that's like guy, it would the be, guy looks over and he's like, Grandma, you look great. I'd be them at <laughs> never their, seen you that young. Would be them at their age when they crafted their legendary items. Oh shit! Yeah, and one so of them's she's like trying a, to be the next. One of them's like one a decrepit them. old elf. He's like, I finally yeah. done it. I finally created. My I am a true gem star, and then he dies. <laughs> <laughs> the like, next yeah. time you see him, he's a fucking ghost. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Um, yeah. No. Absolutely. Cool. That's oh, that's I like canon. The, I and, like this character. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I seriously I had zero idea what I was gonna make today. I'm super thrilled about what we made. We got gems. Uh, I will I will put this character sheet up on uh, the Twitter the internet. Feed. Yeah, once this episode drops, I think uh, I think I'm excited. We made a really cool elf and cleric. Yeah, and I'm thrilled about that. Uh, I think we can call it a game. She's super buff. She is. She's really. She's ripped. She's got really <laughs> really big biceps. Indeed. I'm into it. All right. With that, yeah, let's, let's call, call it a game. game. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. The Dungeon Cast. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine. 
erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.